Welcome to the Brain Candy Podcast. I'm Susie Meister. I'm Sarah Rice. I love the Brain Candy Podcast so much. <laughs> I love our listeners. And first of all, before we start anything else, I have to give a mad shout out to all of you guys out there who did so... They, you guys were so wonderful in supporting us with our Kickstarter, and we are just so grateful for everything. And we promise to give you guys the coolest webisodes with all the behind the scenes info. And we, I'm going to spill all my guts about everything that happened on that challenge. And you know, they only have an hour of of uh, you know airtime, and they got to cover all the stories from all different points of view. But you get me every week talking about the brain can or uh, about the about rivals three. So I'm going to say everything. I got the time to do it, and you're going to hear all the cool insider uh, details. So subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's the Brain Candy Podcast on YouTube, and um, that's where we're going to be posting all the web series episodes. We're going to have interviews. We'll have. Um, I'm going to do a lot of live stuff because awesome. you can do face Facebook Live and also YouTube Live. So if, like we can have you watching the show and people can watch your reactions and stuff like oh, that you guys too. Can watch it along with us. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So oh, that'll be really on. funny. And yeah. Fun. Cause a lot of times when I see the show, when the show airs, people don't know this, but when the show airs, that's the first time I see it. I, I see it when you see it. Like they, you know, so everything <laughs> used to not be like that. Everything's fresh and new to me and, and exciting and, and all my reactions. And we know I have a lot of the, you know, reaction shot look. Uh, is all authentic and real because I'm seeing it in real time. Yeah, so that'll be hilarious. Um, we get a lot of feedback from you, so that's why I've stopped eating on the show because I sounded like <laughs> Tiger Feet for a few episodes. Because uh, um, we put together these cheese plates and crackers and stuff, and it was just like we were getting a little too comfortable. So good. So I took that on board, and I am no longer. I'm just drinking now, so this should be even more <laughs> hilarious. Cheers, sis. Cheers, cheers, cheers. And uh, the video of this episode will be up on YouTube. Hello, yeah, YouTube. Hello, friends. We're filming cheers right to you now. Guys. So cheers to you. We love you. We're drinking our layer cake wine here. This, yes, layer cake wine. Let me Delish. let's put the label there. Mm-hmm. Uh this is a listener feedback mailbag situation. Oh my god, could this be episode number fifty? It is. Oh, is. I guess that. I know. I'm gonna be mad. I it's yelled our real golden loud episode. It, I can't believe that it's our fiftieth episode. Yeah. So I didn't even get you a fiftieth anniversary episode gift. Why we? Yes, I did. I have it in my bag. I have a book for you. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that's settled. Um. So, um, most of the social media stuff I do, um, yeah, all of it, she almost, well, you do a lot of Instagram, Okay, yeah. but like Facebook and Twitter is pretty much me. Um, so a lot of the comments Sarah might miss. And so I wanted to make sure we, we shared some of those and you guys are hilarious on there. I love that you're all guessing like who my sexting person is from the last episode. I'm not going to say who, if they are people, all I'm going to say is that there are people who guess the right guy. (laughs) That's- but I love all of the other guesses too because they're pretty. Like I never would have thought of them. And it's like, I oh, hope that's- somebody guessed Neil Patrick Harris <laughs> <laughs> just for fun. It turned out he was there because yeah. that was my theory. Okay, so I put out on Twitter that we were doing this episode, and I said, you know, do you have any questions or comments or whatever? So here are some of them. There's a lot of questions that are great because they most of them have to do with the challenge and that's helpful to me because it's like oh they want to know this. oh cool yeah yeah so um okay a lot of people wanted to know about old school challenge stuff that you were yeah i was surprised about that stuff that i don't even know about i was 
was doing something for MTV the other day and we were talking about the challenges and I was like, how come you guys pretend like challenges from a certain period or older didn't happen? Cause they weren't including anything from then those ones. And I found out that whenever they do like review shows now, they don't include anything from that's older than a certain year because formatting changed, um, in television. So like, mm. well, I don't know whether it's high def or HD oh, uh, or, the rest of, or the screen size, like the yeah. size of the, so they oh, don't it include... went from that wider format to that. It was like a, a television screen used to be more square yeah. and now it's like that wide. Maybe it probably, yeah, the dimensions <laughs> and the definition, all that. So yeah. people like me that grew up during the earlier years, <laughs> they just have to go by their memory. It's like the oral history now. Right. right. <laughs> so, um, Okay. There's a lot of great questions. Let me find them. Man, MTV should do that sometime, like an old school rerun, like starting with season one. I bet people will be into it. I would. I sure as heck would. I would watch every one of those. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? (laughs) Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Uh, What do you guys think? This is from Kath Kennedy. Um, You can follow her at Peppered Stars. Ooh, Peppered Stars. Uh, What do you guys think of... The Are You the Oneers? Uh, Which is a great question that we didn't talk about. Uh, okay. Sarah are does the, not sound good. No. Okay. Here's the thing. It's like, I... I don't know. I like... I mean, I like them as people. Yeah. I, I like the Are You the One people. But I think that being on the real world or doing the road rules or something like that... The road rules. I sound like I'm a million. <laughs> doing the road rules. If you're on the real world or road rules, um, you get used to having a camera in front of you and you get really accustomed to it and it kind of becomes part of your life. When you have these kids who weren't on a television show for all that long or don't have a, much experience in front of a camera, they don't know how to be natural in front of one. So it's a lot of like, I feel like it's a lot of over-the-top, like, exaggerated personalities because they don't know how to be natural in front of a camera yet. I mean, somebody like Johnny or me or Wes, I mean... You're naturally, like, big personality people. Yeah, but there's not much of a difference. I'm not going to get... I'm not going to be any different if you throw a camera in front of me. Well, when we met that guy at Saddle Ranch last week, Ryan? Is that his name? I think think it is. He was, he was super nice, but so we never, cute. we, he introduced himself to us and like said he, Carmary invited him and we didn't know that he was from the show and I never would have guessed. He was right. handsome and yes. charming, but I never thought, oh, that's a reality guy. Yeah. So that was interesting. But it, to answer her question with regards to like, what do I think about them doing it just generally? Uh-huh. I 
kind of like it. I don't. I mean, like I know that we got to open up the pool a little bit. I think, and if you ask me, I think they're going to phase the real world out. I don't know. I just feel like it's got to. Ha- it's got to end sometime, and it's 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 get there. It's getting a little like desperate. That yeah, it's just like, like go big or go. What the hell is the, it called? Yeah, the go big. All that stuff. It's it's you know. It's like. It's really like the real world. This is all my opinion. I have no fat. This is like just me shooting the shit. Um, I uh, I feel like if you, you know, the real world used to be combining like stories about seven people who came from different walks of life, who had different things to bring to the table, stories that you didn't hear in, you, you didn't get the opportunity to hear on regular television or in any other um, scripted show. But now reality TV is just sort of taken over. So we have a television show, you know, if there are people who are uh, transgender, there are people who have Down syndrome, there are people who, uh, you know, whatever, you're redneck hillbillies. Like, everybody has their own show. So we get... It's saturated. Yeah, we get all those different perspectives from their own shows. So I don't know. I feel like it's kind of the natural progression towards this thing. I just think that they need to up the prize money in on the challenge. Here, here, Like... I'm kind of I mean, bummed. What is that, this? Like, come on. When all the other shows are like playing for a million dollars, and we are like doing great, uh, and TJ uh, will say the amount, and we're all like, I'm like, okay, Yay. well, after you take my tag, I, I hate to we be sound like, like assholes. We do sound like assholes, <laughs> but listen, I won, and and a- after taxes and paying for school, I have zero money, zero dollars. Thank yeah, God so, I have a college education. So go to the braincandypodcast.com and donate. Now. Donate to our Kickstarter <laughs> because Lord knows we need it. All my money's gone. Question from Marta Long, who did donate on um, Thanks, Kickstarter. Marta. Yep. Thank you. She said, I would love for you both to list every season of the challenge you've been on so I can go and rewatch them. Susie, go. Okay. So I was on Road Rules, The Extreme Challenge, Gauntlet 2, Inferno 3, Road Rules Viewers Revenge, Spring Break Challenge, Jesus Christ. and The Ruins. That's way less than you. That's like the same. I heard Gauntlet 2 was nuts. Like People keep bringing up Gauntlet 2 and people crazy stuff that bring, went down question. on Gauntlet 2. What happened on Gauntlet 2? Well, people are asking because um, I was accused of being in an alliance with Kara to throw missions. It's like, no, <laughs> oh, I remember bad. that. Was that the one where you guys went searching for the giraffes? Oh, that, no, that was the, a different time. I love that. You guys are so ridiculous <laughs> together. She brings out your, um, let's just say you and I bring out very, she and I bring out different sides of you. That's true. You know, and she gets, she convinces you to do naughty stuff. She would argue that it, I'm convincing her. I think <laughs> we should call her one of these we days. We should. I just spit all over the microphone, too. <laughs> Thank God I'm the only one who talks into it. Uh, But people, Jillian, do you remember her? Mm -hmm. Oh, I love Jillian. She's funny as fuck. She's very funny. But (laughs) we didn't always like like each other. Well, I can imagine because you two are very similar. She's smart as well. Yeah, but she's very dry. She's a very dry sense of humor. Oh, like the Sahara Desert. That's what I love her. I'm very silly. And uh, so maybe we're kind of, you're on one end, she's on the other, and I'm in the middle kind of of yeah. um, you guys. But she told my team, okay, let me back up. That let me bitch. set the record straight. <laughs> yeah. um, the other team, which included my ex, Timmy, mm-hmm. asked us if we would throw the certain missions so that our yeah, boys yeah. would have to go home. Jilly, when Jillian came in the room, me and Kara were like, they asked us to throw missions and we told them to buzz off. We don't want to do that. 
And she saw this as an opportunity to like angle herself as like the hero. So she went to our team captain was like, they are throwing missions. Um, and I'm like, no, we're just bad at these. We, <laughs> yeah, no, you guys are. Probably. And so I start crying my head off. Like <gasps> I was devastated. And Kara's like, fuck you. I don't think I can handle seeing you cry. Really? Have you never? I have like little tears. Oh but yeah, I remember one time I cried for you about like my divorce it, or something. I <laughs> it, it breaks my heart. Why? Because I care so much about you, and I never <laughs> see you cry. So when you do, I'm like, <gasps> I have to say, I've you. seen you cry a lot. Yeah, because I'm a crier. Are you? Oh my god, I cried in class last night. <laughs> Are you I'm totally not kidding. It's a group therapy class and it takes place at freaking seven to 10 o'clock at night. And I'm already exhausted because I've already been at school for six hours and we have to do an actual group therapy oh God, you are class. So in group therapy, we're talking about intimate partner relationships and our relationship with our mother. And <laughs> no, I cried because we went around the room and we all, we all on piece. It was like warm fuzzies, like not to get off topic, but we like wrote our names down on a piece of paper and then everybody passed the papers around the room and everybody wrote something nice about oh, that person nice. in between inside. And I read what people wrote about me and I started crying and then I cried because I was like, it just felt so good to honor these wonderful women that are in my class and write nice things. Blah, blah, blah. This is anyways, I'm a crier. That is the point. I would never cry now on the show. That is like something that on the challenge. Yeah. Uh, like when I think about that fact that I cried, I'm like, what? Who were you? Right. Because what on there, what on earth on there, uh, Nothing. Make, could break you cry. Cause don't you feel I'm like you get to place. an emotional breaking po- point though? Yeah, maybe a little bit. You probably would now because they've taken away so many of our, but on the other hand, like once you have a kid, it's like, Oh, I'm going to save my oh, tears for like real stuff. Amen. You know? And I've been divorced and yep. all that. It's like this stupid, stupid bullshit. <laughs> this doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Yes. Uh, you are right. Well, that's why what I felt like, Oh, like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and say it because the season's about to air and she's on there. Simone, I never liked her from the beginning. (laughs) We did the second we did our first challenge together because she's a word. She's like, everything is like the, I'm like, I just want to smack her and be like, your life isn't that hard. All you have to do is come on here, show up and that's it. What does she do in real life? Somehow. Is she the host? uh, She hosts a a radio show or does something on a radio show related. Something like this. Um, And, uh, you know, I just don't like anybody who feels the need to draw attention to themselves in like every way possible. Yeah. It gets old. It gets, I'm so, you know, but then again, I remember being 21 and, and yes. So I think a lot of that comes with age in nine years, like, you know, call me when you're 30 and married and, you know, Can doing you, real people's shit. What did, what were the shows that you were on? Oh, the shows I was on. I was on the real world, Brooklyn. Yeah. Then ruins, then a fresh meat. Oh, wow. I was an idiot on a fresh meat. Uh, then I was on Rivals 1. Yep. Then X's 1. Then Battle of the Seasons. Then Rivals 2. Oh, no. Somewhere in in between that is Cutthroat. Cutthroat, then then X's... Then rivals, 
two, then um, Battle of the Seasons, then X's two. Jesus then Christ. At, uh, Rivals three. It's like eight. You're I've been on such nine. A whore. Huge whore. Okay. Do you have a favorite, all-time favorite? Uh, well, The Ruins was my all-time favorite as far as, like, because um, I felt like I, I just made you so many fun. great friend, yeah. great friendships there, you know, things that have really... And I learned so much about myself. Like, I really was... The person that I was when I went on the show and the person that I was when I left, I, it just took my life in a different direction, and it gave me so much strength and gave me so much, like, I believed in myself after... I mean, I took that second place as a win in my book. I mean, yeah. it was a win for me. Who had so I learned a lot from that one. Uh, but I think the one I had the most, the one I enjoyed the most was, pr- even though I, I hated the outcome, was probably um, uh, Battle of the Seasons because I loved hanging out with my se- with. Chet and JD and, and Devin. I mean, even though I have like a love like relationship with a few of them, they're like my family. And I just really loved being on that season. And I just, I remember driving through Africa and just being like, this is the shit, man. It was awesome. So that's not just the sound of that first sip of morning, Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm-mm-mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Question from Killer Queen 293 Selena. She is a killer queen. <laughs> I like that. How did you guys come up with the opening jingle? <laughs> okay, this is Shawnee. I have to show this. So Susie and Adam picked out, they like went through some big Rolodex of like songs that were, what was it? I think it's it was on like a site a, called Pond 5. You can buy like yeah, so different you, like, songs. Yeah, you buy a jingle. Yeah. Uh, but she sent me the, 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 <laughs> like, what do you think about this? And Landon and I were on a vacation somewhere. We were, we're on some trip or whatever, but anyway, she sends me the music and I play it at the airport and we put it on speaker and I dance to it and like Landon takes video of it. And then I said, it to Susie and I'm like, yep, that'll do. Cause I just thought it was so funny and so dancey. And I have it stuck in my head all the time. And I swear to God, once I was in an Uber, not a Lyft, even though they were, we love Lyft. Um, and I got out of the Uber and I swear to God, the driver was humming our theme song to me. <laughs> I even texted Susie. I was like, I, I swear our driver went, dun, 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 dun. so I hope so. In my little fancy world, he. Okay. Um, challenge fan, challenge fan zero, zero. Ooh. Uh, says, I love that you talked about the extreme challenge. I want to hear more about it. Um, that's the one that I did where we were on buses. 
Yeah. What messages. was that even about? Um, that was in Europe and oh, it was cool. before we were in houses. We were just, we traveled on the challenge for a few seasons and that was on double. How decker. long was that? Same amount of time. Like Jesus. Seven weeks or something. Do you think that was, that made you more stir crazy than living in a house? Cause that seems like that really awesome because they can't contain you really. Um, what are they yeah. going to do? Make you stay on the bus? And we would, just, they would now we went everywhere. It was awesome. And it was just like, where'd you guys go? We were in England. Then we went to Berlin. Oh, I'm so and we jealous. We went to Prague right and we just were like on the loose and it was just different then. And we did whatever <laughs> so we wanted, jealous. but the thing that was bad about Doesn't it. Doesn't that sound fun guys? Aren't you all <laughs> listening going like, Oh God, I wish that we had a lot of problems with production that, um, <laughs> I'm still mad at MTV, but so on this one, they, so sometimes there's a lot of lying that goes on with production where like, they'll pretend like, for instance, there's like some strict budget about something and they're like, sorry, all we could find was this rundown motel. But then the crew is staying at like the four seasons and that's fine if you're just saying, no, we want this because it'll make you fight and it'll, it's better right. television. Don't lie. What is my favorite saying from Judge Sheet? Don't piss on my leg and tell me it's raining. <laughs> right. right. And I remember Ugh. my friend James, he was on Road Rules Extreme. He was so mad. I watched him fighting with a producer and he was literally foaming at the mouth. And he was, I should have just, this is not the, he's not the only one who's had those kind of, cause I you're mean, so yeah, mad and you have to take it out on, on somebody. And it's like, we were staying in a hostel where the, it had flooded. And so the whole carpet oh, was great. wet and like the, all of our bedding got wet. And it was just like, they were like, sorry, no, you're not. No, you're you not. love this shit. Yeah, I do. And the worst was we did not a, a challenge where we did paintball and we had to make it to an ending where you're basically shooting at point blank range with, mm-hmm. which with paintball can actually Hurt. be bad. Yeah. Well, and for sure. Bruises. So our team like boycotted and production was furious because mm-hmm. they couldn't make an episode if we didn't participate. Right. It's a long story, but they ended up putting us on that show. Judge Joe Brown to determine the winner of the challenge. Are you <laughs> no. fucking and we boycotted that hitting me? So then no, and so then are you <laughs> this sounds like not even real my this, t- are you sure this wasn't a dream you had the other <laughs> night and you're just this is stream of consciousness like and it's so long ago that p- this is what i tell people that are doing ch- like doing reality tv now i was like don't worry if you're worried about the footage people will forget people don't even know this happened oh my god people forget everything that yeah. happens on so it, it's like if it was a mess. It was a tr- a lot of behind the scenes stuff and stuff that didn't. I don't know how they put the show together because there was so much like stuff they couldn't put on because it would ruin their whole facade of like this is reality. That okay. is so interesting. I'm sorry, that was so, a long story. No, I love hearing it. I wish I can go back and watch your old. I tried to find. I searched for weeks to find your original season of Road oh. Rules, and I couldn't find it anywhere. <laughs> I looked everywhere. I scoured the Well, when I watched it now, it is so boring. It wouldn't make it on television today. Well, I still want to see Susie. <laughs> 18 year old. No. Yeah. <laughs> what were you doing in 1998? 
I was um, <laughs> probably rocking Skechers in a mini backpack. Uh, <laughs> definitely. Probably clear mini backpack. It was probably clear. Um, or wearing some jellies. I was like 14. I told you, I remember exactly where I was that summer. I listened to, I remember listening to Land Down Under on my Walkman in Target in Northern California, packing for summer camp. Right. And I, as I was leaving for summer camp, I was thinking about how I really wish I could be traveling off to Australia to hang out with Susie Aww. from the real world. Oh my or from God. Road Rolls. That and is so nice. Now I'm just like living on a childhood dream here. <laughs> Well, when we went to um, the production company, Beauty Marie, the other day, you and I, yeah. and I said, 18 years ago, I was auditioning to be on the show. I mean, 18, 18 years, years, that's yeah. half of my life. God, we could have had a child who's had a child that's since gross. then. Oh I'm my so God. Okay. Susie. Um, okay. Which challenger, real world or road rollers received the most? Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Let me skip back. Cause somebody said, listeners mail, Amanda Haynes said, how much do cast members get paid just to be on the show? Which I think is a very interesting question a lot of people ask about. I don't know if I'm allowed to say. I am. Susie, can you please say that? Because I don't think that I am currently like probably under yeah, contract. Yeah, she has more strict contractual uh Yeah, so you just you just preach it and I'll sit here and, and plea the fifth. Well, let me give you some like timeline. When I first was on the show, I think my first challenge, I got four grand four grand to, for the whole thing. That's more than I got for seven weeks. Uh, oh no, I'm thinking real world, real world. I got nothing. Oh no, that doesn't real world. I got dirt. They know got, you'll do it for free. So. Uh, really pretty much. I did for, I they pay you on minimum every one wage. of my credit cards, every single one of my credit cards. Thank God I'm out of that. Okay. I, I often wonder that about people on the show because they're, you're not getting really any money to go no. on your original show at all. And then off now they maybe work, but some seasons you really I didn't work. I wasn't able to work. They, I don't know how people like, you can either volunteer that. or work. Which one do you want to do? And you're only allowed to do. Do they pay for your groceries? Uh, we got gift cards, like fifty dollars gift cards to a grocery store. Was it enough to cover all your? Groceries? No, we we pay it out of pocket for stuff too. And the worst was transportation. Getting around New York on uh, we had we got three hundred dollars a week. In New York City. Also, I had an apartment in San Francisco. I had a car in San Francisco. I had to pay all my credit. I had to pay everything that I would normally pay. I had to pay my rent. I didn't even sublet. Like, I think I had somebody... I don't know what I did, but I went I went broke on the real world. So why what did, did they, you get paid why on? Why do they buy groceries for the challenge people, but not the real worlders? Like, why is it catered on or paid for? You know what I mean? Because when you were on a challenge, you might not know this, but because let me just explain to them on the challenge, there's usually some form of catering. It's not delicious or anything, but it's just like chicken breasts and stuff. But it's also the same thing. The crew gets the same thing. The cast gets, everybody's getting the same slop. But when you go to a place that's like a small town in Panama, they're not used to, and our crew is huge. I mean, we've got a crew of probably like over a hundred. So... When you've come to those little teeny tiny towns and you're like, they just hey, can't accommodate. Can you please cater for a hundred plus people three times a day, blah, blah, blah. And at weird hours, they don't know how to make food for that many people or they don't, they can't accommodate. So we get like, you know, it looks like prison food all the time. Yeah. It's not luxurious, but Turkey it is at least, you know, I'm thankful because it's paid for, but like on the original shows, so real world, for. nothing is paid for. 
on road rolls, that's the whole point of the show is like you're earning your keep or whatever. So we were just, we had to. Did you get food on the on road rolls? No, like they, you'd have to complete your mission to get money. To get food. So if you didn't, we had to panhandle. We panhandled <laughs> on, in, in Sydney. Oh my God. You know what I mean? Like it was real deal. No, I don't know what you mean. Seriously, <laughs> I've never panhandled. <laughs> well, we—I would say we were street performers. Me and okay. uh, Christine and Piggy formed a band called Luscious Booty, and God. we <laughs> performed. This anyway, is so great. I wish you could put that on a resume. Now. This is actually better than on our unlocked secrets episode because people are asking good questions. Yeah, really good. Um, that anyway. episode turned into which celebrities have we blown? <laughs> Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You're listening to the Brain Candy Podcast with Susie Meister and Sarah Rice. MVD. Her name is at M. Vandor. Uh, asked, which challenger, real worlder, road rollers uh, received the most inaccurate or unfair edit in your opinion? Or what's the biggest unaired secret? So, okay, let's answer the first part. Oh, I have a good one for the second part. Oh, okay, let's start with that. The biggest unaired secret? I think they don't talk nearly enough about Johnny Banana's hookups. I don't either. And remember last episode where we talked about that and then we found out we messed up and it didn't record? That's the part (gasps) that got taken wasn't yes. okay ladies and gentlemen we recorded like half oh got through like half an episode and found out that i'm gonna go ahead and call you out Susie hit the button with her journal her well, notebook and and we stopped it i saw like on my notebook where i started writing is when it stopped recording because yes. i hit yes yeah, the thing. and we were talking all about johnny bananas well, so and, johnny's uh, a cheater huge Huge. Oh, Johnny, are you listening? Because what are you going to do? Sue me? Uh, okay. <laughs> of character. Uh, well, I'm just stating the facts, mister. Right. What's been on television? Because um, how do you have a girlfriend? I don't know. That's what I want to know. Well, I think she's awesome and she probably deserves to be with somebody who doesn't cheat on her. Of course she does. Don't we all? We all do. And so... That so is, I think that's my biggest. Why? Let me ask secret. you this: Why are they protecting him? Good question. Because let me let me be clear: When things are left out, sometimes it's because it doesn't make sense or it's not important enough to be included. Sometimes it's because it doesn't fit the narrative that the show is aiming to put on. So, like, if there was a story that made it, like the Nani thing, made it relevant right so he hooked up with nani when he had a girlfriend yeah but i don't think they talked about just how like they didn't show that they hooked up the whole time they were like do people not know this and then when they were in the rivals or the exes house that that exile house that was on battle of the exes yes they hooked up the whole time there's something about like 
soapy Sundays, like something about like naked shower. I don't know what it is, but that kept going around on the season. Like there's some. Well, does his girlfriend joke. know that he cheats? Or I have no. I, I could only imagine. I would only imagine. Yes. I mean, I, I just remember hear story after story of of the chicks he's hooked up with from the shows and from you know. And, and then none of that oh, really makes. Oh my god! This reminds me. We have to read this, which is this guy calling you out. Oh, me? Well, actually, he was very nice. Okay. But I should look at it on my phone. He was talking about, um, he goes, I know I'm going to get murdered for this, but I have a different point of view about the Johnny thing. So he's like kind of defending Johnny. Okay. So I wanted to read, I tried to kind of defend you, but I didn't have all the info. Okay. So, okay. Let me find it. So he says name. Oh, wait. Uh, so his name is Sid. Sid. Wait, sorry. Oh, it's Zach. Oh, he's nice, but I'm surprised. He's nicer on Twitter. It's funny because I don't realize they're the same person. Zach <laughs> like who? Zach Faulkner on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Is nice. He, but he's nice here, but I don't like what he's saying. Okay. So I may get attacked for this, but I want to stick up for bananas. I listened to the podcast when it came out, and then he said that she's you yeah. stick to this story that you only did to him what he would do to you. Um, no, I should say first and foremost, I did not do it because I thought he would do it to me. I did it because that's the smart move to make to win you money. It does not matter. Uh, Johnny Bananas was not part of my decision. Okay, good. My decision was it you could have substituted Johnny with Susie and whoever or Wes and whoever or Kenny and whoever. I set myself up to win a final. Okay. So, all right, cuz he thought that you were saying, "Hey, he would do the same to me." And he made this whole argument about when we, when you go to the island and see that Johnny, he gave her a shot, Paula a, a shot still, and blah blah blah. And I said, well, Sarah gave him a shot too. He just had to win in the one on one. And he said that's not the same. It was, I don't know. It's all this gameplay is very complicated to sort of rehash. But he feels that Johnny wouldn't necessarily have done that to you. And I said, well, I'm, I think we will know for sure. Cause he said, well, there's no way we'll know. And I said, well, I think we might be able to find out. Let's watch rivals three. Yeah. I'm sure Johnny has a thing or two to say about that. He did. He had a whole bunch of things to say about that. And I do think he would have done that. I think because I think he's an intelligent game player. I think he knows how to play the game and he separates like he sees it as a job. And I went in there to see it as a job and Unfortunately, Johnny suffers from a narcissistic personality disorder. And one of the biggest effects of that is that you cannot, um, you, what's the term for it? Now, of course, I'm going to blank on the actual, but it doesn't matter if I put it into psychological jargon. Uh, it just really what it's saying is that he can't, uh, see things from another person's perspective and he can't, you know, if, if say I was feeling hurt about a situation, Johnny wouldn't be able to sense that I was feeling hurt, want to help, you know, find the source of my hurt. His response would be, well, just stop feeling bad. 
you know, he can't, that whole sympathetic, empathetic side is just not there. So I don't expect Johnny to ever understand and Johnny to ever be like, you're right. I would, I just don't expect that from him because that's expecting somebody with a personality disorder to like change. And I don't mind any of, I love good gameplay. I yes, love people I do too. that are like, screw it. It's a game, whatever. Then what I object to and where I think he is hypocritical is when the rules don't apply to him. Right. And when other people play the game like that, then he feels personally slighted and is mad. And then he bullshits some answer about why he did something and he'll justify it. And it's a complete line of bullshit. Right. So that's what I don't like. If, if you can, if, and I'm speaking to Johnny here. If you can justify your reasons for making any moves, then you also have to allow other people to justify their reasons for making moves. And if my reason doesn't have to make sense to you and your reason doesn't have to make sense to me. And it's just like if I were to, you know, try to move up and do something in a, in a career move or whatever, my reasons for climbing the, you know, that career ladder don't have to make sense to you. It's not your path. It's my path. So shut the fuck up and let me play my game. Do you have any regrets? That's just my oh, question. Oh, of making that move? No, no, no. Like overall, in your, the whole all challenge your seasons. Thing? I think if I have any regrets, it's, you know, it kind of goes, <laughs> I regret some of the one person that I hooked up with that got me on X's uh, one but I also regret not hooking up with way more of the hotties on there. <laughs> you are kidding me. That's your regret? I would have been way sluttier. Looking back. As a married woman, I, I look back and like, listen, nobody in their deathbed ever said, like, I, I wish I had less sex. So, you know, I, uh, I probably uh, would have... I, I think I probably would have not worried so much about what the camera caught. And I would have been like, you know, let's just freaking, like, make out right here. Like, who cares? Yeah. You know? Because, yeah. like you said, it like all that stuff dies eventually, and then like the like the fifteen minutes is up sooner than you think. Yeah. So, I would second that. I agree that like I wish I wouldn't have worried about what my family thought or what yeah, my anybody thought because it just it's it doesn't matter. And when you it's it's kind of like therapy, you know, you get out of it however much of yourself you put into it. So if you're your true authentic self on the show, I think you learn a lot about yourself and you get a lot back. But if you come on there and you're like why not you, yourself and you have this like... Why do you regret hooking up with him then? Vinny? Yeah. Ugh, because he was fucking gross. Well, why did you not think that at the time? I don't know. At the time, I probably... I, I At the time, I just put myself in this category that like I was going to take whatever I can get and like I wasn't like... the I don't know. Like, I hadn't learned that... Confidence that you taught me that Vegas night, Susie. <laughs> Vegas night. Um, is there... What about you? Do you regret anything? Um, I... Oh, you know what? I, I Sorry to interrupt you. I do regret not getting rid of JD and Devin on the final four Battle of the Seasons. We How should've... would you have gotten rid of them? We we would have made a deal with Trishel and... Uh, and um, uh, fuck, what the hell is his name? Duh, duh, duh. Dustin, uh, we would have made a deal with them and they would have sent in Devin and JD against a team from San Diego and San Diego would have definitely won. And then it would have been all of San Diego, all of, uh, or then it would have been just such a better final. Ch- Ch- there's no way Chet and I wouldn't have won. We would have totally crushed that final. So that is my only regret as far as game 
play goes that we didn't make that move because I was trying to be nice. I was saving my team. And then that's why I made the move I did next is because I learned that saving the people that you care about is all great and wonderful and everything. But the feeling of regret that you have afterwards from losing that money is not nearly as, or that's worse than, than feeling like you, I don't know, made a shitty game move mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. I don't really have anything that stands out like I would have done it differently. I wish I would have won more. And You won a lot, though. I did fine, and it, I appreciate that money, but, you know, it's always fun to win. Um, Winning's the best. It's so great. It's the best. Um, I probably wish I would have stood up to production more. Oh, there you go. Honestly, because there was a lot of things in the early days where mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I guess this is just how it is. Mm-hmm. Not realizing I was being manipulated mm-hmm. in certain ways, which that's their job. I don't mm-hmm. begrudge them to right. try. Of course, of course, of course. And most of the time, the people that we work with on production are like the PAs and the ones who have just, they're just falling through on, on an order. Like they've been told <laughs> like the to do army. this and it's like, don't shoot the messenger. Like these poor PAs get attacked by us. Cause you know, they're the ones who have to deal with us. But. There's one I was, t- I was on, um, road rules, fears, revenge. And it was when I was breaking up with my husband and we were separated and I hooked up with a crew member. And mm. the way that the show worked was that we were, we filmed for three days, but then we were off for three or four days a week. So we were in a hotel. Oh, that was your LA yeah. the, what lodge, Huntsman Lodge. Sportsman's Lodge. Sportsman's yeah. Lodge. We, half the week, it was like me, Tori, and Kina would just like Jeez. sit by the pool and drink. That sounds like the best life. And I just had this PA that I was into and he, I started hooking up with him and it was great because he would tell me stuff like, <sighs> hey, just so you know, like... They're going to try to separate you guys and put you in different hotels instead of same hotel. And I would always find out before I was supposed to. And they were so, I, Mark Saliga, who I love, he's this guy that's like, been on the show forever. He took me aside one day and he was like, tell me how you're finding it. (laughs) (laughs) He goes, I watched, they have cameras in the RV and they had footage of me. I had a code. I had a whole language I developed. Where if I said I was going to get Pepto-Bismol, it meant that I was going to go talk to my guy. <laughs> and they were like, what does it mean when you say you're going to go take Pepto-Bismol? <laughs> and I just felt so vindicated. Right. Like, the power. You have the power. You. Yeah, it's a not power because play. any one person, but it was just sort of like, you made a dumb system. Why would you have us be not filmed for three or four days a week and think you're like we're not going to find stuff out. Yeah. So that was really fun for me. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. I, you know, I got to say... Um, Wait, we didn't answer how much we get paid, but go ahead. Oh, you uh, well, I'm yeah. just really jealous of you because you've uh, you've fulfilled many of my fantasies of being with people in power, like... <laughs> power, PA. <laughs> your 
production. Who who's professors. your professors? Oh yeah. I mean, that's like my number one on my list of like it didn't work fantasies. So well. And you got it. And I'm like, God dang it, I haven't e- I had like one hot professor in college. And I was like married when I met him, so I couldn't even do anything. So like there goes that fantasy. Well like did you watch Say Wait all the to college make, years? I just have to make land and dress up as a professor and like teach me a lesson and then teach oh me a God. lesson, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that I'm sure for the professor that's even more of a fantasy than it would be Huge. for the student. But I'm Oh wait, a, you think it's more for the professor that's a fantasy to hook up with a student? Yeah. I don't think so. You're out of your mind. I, however much you want it, a old ass nerd <laughs> professor who never got laid in his life <laughs> is going to hook up with his student who's okay. probably 20. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I married mine and that didn't work out and he was the worst. So yeah. So there you go. It, it, like fantasies Let are fantasy meant be to fantasies. be. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. But he was super smart and, and attractive and stuff. But like. You know, it, then it's over, and then you're stuck with this goon. Yeah, that's no fun. And the fantasy just ends, <laughs> and then, like, they take off the whips and chains, and you're like, oh, this is boring. Yeah, I mean, your big thing is, like, masseuse, you told us. Well, I do love that. <laughs> do you, I have a few big things, so. Do you ever go to a male masseuse, though? Like, will Landon okay. allow this? I have never, I had, I have, I think I've maybe met a male masseuse t- maybe two or three times, but I recently went to a massage place it was nice. It was wonderful. But the guy who did it, like they said, oh, okay, it's going to be a male masseuse. And I don't know if maybe he recognized me or something, but he got weird. How so? It, I felt that he felt nervous and he was just like, like bumbly and like, it was so awkward. And then I, his hands were rough, and I really didn't like that. That is like the number one rule of being a masseuse. I know. Like, I, I'm like, what, are you, what were you, like, off on the weekend? And you went, like, rock climbing. <laughs> joined a freaking lumberjack, like, team. Like, I couldn't understand why this guy's hands were like, and I just didn't. And then he, like, he was almost, like, too caught, like, too... Oh, I'm gonna do this now. I'm gonna do this now. Like, didn't want to cross any lines, but okay. in doing so, it made it like yes. even more weird. Like, I just want you to do your job. Like, just massage me. Like, it's like when the pilot's like, "We're gonna go to air." Oh, and I'm like, left. "Don't just fly the fucking plane." All I care about is that it lands in New York or L.A. or wherever I bought a ticket to. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Jerry Seinfeld does this whole bit about it, where he's like, "Yeah." Fine. Do whatever the hell you gotta do. I'm gonna take you up to third. And then we're gonna go back down to this. We're gonna make a left in Chicago. Uh, okay. That's really funny. Um, so we get paid now. Uh, it's on a uh, tiered system where it depends on how many shows you've done. I don't know what the base rate is. What is the base? Like a, like a thousand, fifteen hundred or something? That like is so thousand. bad. Like, say it's $1,500 a week. That's like the for the new people. And then if you've done like a million shows like Sarah, then you make a lot, a lot more than that. But then there's like, what's the thing after four weeks or something? So if you, you're paid like weekly, if you've only done like one through three challenges or something, and then you get paid for like a guaranteed like three weeks or four weeks or whatever, even if you get sent home the first week. And then once you've done like, yeah, you probably shouldn't keep talking because I don't want you to get in trouble, but yeah, it's this weird system, and actually, the 
Let's see. What season was it two years ago where I was? I almost went. Do you remember? Oh, uh, it was Rivals. Uh, it ended up being two. Rivals something. Two. God, and I wish you were there. I got the contract even, and I was like, go. And I, my, I was like, let's do this. I'm, I'm ready. And then they weren't including, number one, the Spring Break Challenge, which mm. that was a very short show. So that's one thing. But they also weren't including... Road Rules Viewers Revenge, which was three and a half months oh, or four months. And so my tier was too low. And I'm like, you're out of your mind. I've been doing this since I was 18. Well, and the thing that I argue is that like, you know, it, it may seem like, you know, we were, if you really look at it, it's like a whole six months to a year job. You know, I, I go on the show, I'm gone for three months or however long it is. And then I come back and there's like a weird, well, first of all, you find out you're going to go on the show. You can't, you got to quit whatever you're doing. You got to stop doing whatever you're doing a month, if not more before and train for this, get ready for this. Then you go on the show. And even if you last a week, even if you last however long you come back and you can't go on, so you can't do anything. You're like stuck until they, you know, everybody else gets back from the show. And then you, then it's, there's like a month of like decompression time where you just feel weird after you come back and you feel like you're, you don't know how to be around people and you, you feel like there's a camera around you all the time and it's very bizarre and everybody who's been on it tells me. It's very disruptive. It's very disruptive. And at that time I had a son and I was saying like, oh God, I, I mean, imagine. I, I, it sounded real good though to get away because he right. was a baby and it was like, okay, let me have a minute. Right. But I didn't go. Because I said, if you put me in a different tier, including those two shows that I did, mm-hmm. and you're not counting, then I'll do it. And they said no. Mm. So that was it. Um, you know, and then you get like, it just goes for like, it's like an eight month to a full year commitment, really. Yeah. And once the show airs and everything, and if you break down how much we make for that show, even if you're in the best bracket... That's not Still a year's salary. Enough. Come on. That's not enough. To, that's not a year. I mean. And that, like you win. So then that's good money. But there's no guarantees. Want, that. You know, just exes. And there's no guarantee for that. And then that goes real quick. And then that, you know. Yeah. School and honeymoon and life. and. Yeah. But thank you all for your questions. Those were good. This is it. That's it. That's done. Mm-hmm. So Unless you have anything you want to share. Uh, no, that was good. It was. Mm-hmm. People are going to be happy because some people were a little like, oh, your unlocked episode wasn't enough about the challenge. I thing. know. So, well, I mean, I don't know, but it's, we, wanted, we wanted it to be. We're just... It's not because we don't have anything to say. It's almost because I feel like it's boring. It's well, weird. Going to, yeah, that's true. It's because we've done it so long and, and Susie and I like rarely talk about the challenge in our own lives like yeah. when we're just hanging out so we don't want to bore you but hey if this is what you're into I man know. we got material for days so let this be a the heart once unlocked once. episode part two yeah we'll just call it that oh i just burped sorry guys oh hey my husband calls when i burp frank he's like oh is frank here <laughs> That's <real> cute. <laughs> uh okay so don't forget to subscribe to us on itunes and subscribe to us on youtube we love you guys love you bye yeah.